And you know, in artist community, we can talk about art for nights and days and everything. And you just get used to it. You like people so passionate about art, and then you just you know, like meet people with jobs they don't like and they don't want to talk about their jobs, like they kind of like it's nothing to say. And then I met scientists who was like so amazing to hear people passionate about something and it's not art. And I was really surprised and I was like, I actually want to share this experience like when people are so passionate about something which I don't know nothing about. Hey guys, welcome to the Scientist Podcast. I'm your host, Akram Wahabi. And today our guest is Ella Maruschenko. She's an artist that specializes in scientific illustration. She designed the covers of many top scientific journals, such as Nature, Cell, Advanced Materials, Biomaterials Science, and many, many others. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, you will be able to see the amazing art that she creates as I'm scrolling through her portfolio. I will link her website as usual in the description of the episode. Covers are not the only thing that she does. She also creates, alongside her team of artists and scientists, different scientific illustrations to simplify and give a visual representation to complicated scientific information. I'm really excited for this episode, so without further ado, please subscribe to the podcast and let's get into today's episode. First of all, thank you, Ella, for joining me today. Uh, this is the Scientist Podcast and... Uh, in the beginning, I would like to, I know a lot about you, not a lot, I've been following you on social media, obviously, but uh, if you could introduce yourself to our guests, uh, to our, you know, audience, uh, please do so. Okay, hello guests. Uh, hello everyone. My name is Ella, full name is Maruschenko. Uh, I was born in Russia, so I still have an accent, that's why probably a lot of people are going to be confused. Uh, I have an artist degree. I graduate uh, university in Russia. I have major in art. Also, I went to a studio with amazing, two amazing artists. I have the students that was teaching young artists um, like how to draw. It, the name of this artist was Sergei Krasnov. Uh, he's actually passed two years ago, and Vera Sanbaeva, who still teach in Russia. She is amazing. She is the best teacher I ever dreamed of. After I graduated university in Russia, I went to Europe, because where else artists can go? Uh, of course, it was Europe. I was dreaming to go to school there, and I went to school, to small art school. Uh, and after that, I decided to move to America thing like uh, like most people want to you know fulfill this like American dream mm. Mm, and I found myself here before scientific illustration I was doing a lot of different art I was doing photography I was doing fashion I was just selling my art I don't know, like practically every like job in art field I found so I was doing everything possible to pay my bills. You, you did photography too? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a really big fan of photography and I take many pictures. So, you know, glad to know yeah. that we have this common thing. Yeah, I was doing photography for a time. And I think I was actually good at photography. Like if we look back and like 15 years ago, like no one has like so great camera. Everyone is like taking photo right now on their cell phones and stuff. Uh, but I kind of like, on one point, I think everyone starts to begin photography. Everyone wants to be a photographer. And it was so hard to find a job in this field. And I was like all the time suffering how to make money, what to do. 
And I just honestly, on some point, I was pretty sure I'm just gonna give up, give up on art because it was like um, a lot of people who is like listening and like mm, have an art background, you know, like being art, especially right now with all social media, it helps a lot, but same times, it just puts so many people in the market. You are practically competing with all Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok <laughs> all the time. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, so you you're from an art background, right? But yeah, yeah, I have job right art now, background. Right, but your job right now is basically illustrating science. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I yeah, it was actually more like an accident. I moved to America and I was looking for a job and I met scientist. Uh, his name is Alex. He's actually one of the owners of the studio now. And he asked me to do image for him. I was actually declining because like classic background in digital art, not always working together. And he introduced me to his professor, uh, Sergey Minkon. Uh, and it's, uh, it's amazing uh, scientist. And he asked me to do a journal cover that was actually publishing, uh, I think it was advanced functional material. And he asked me to do a journal cover for them. I say no, uh, because I'm not a digital artist. He didn't took no like an answer, like, because you cannot say no to scientists. <laughs> You're always going to find yeah. the way find to the convince way. you. Mm, so he asked me and I just give up. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this fun cover because it's there like, I cannot say no to him. And he was like really passionate with Alex about like uh, the research. I did cover and it was accepted. What was the reason? What was the cover about? What was the, you know, oh. idea? Oh, and you catch me there because basically, you know, like with artistic background, uh, <laughs> I can exactly explain you, and it's amazing about scientists as well, uh, that how scientists can explain you what they're doing and you're not going to feel dumb. Because basically when they asked me to do a scientific image for them, I know nothing about science. And they described me, and I'm not joking, it was like, uh, you draw nanoparticles. And I was like, what is nanoparticles? Obviously. And they were like, <laughs> it was look uh, like a... Um, some spaghetti and stuff and research was about polymer materials mm -hmm. and they practically was like okay it's going to look like spaghetti and on top of spaghetti is a small molecules and i was like how did molecular for me molecular was something you can never see because molecular is like molecular right. like who knows yeah. how it looks like yeah. basically was explaining me like everything like for a child and it actually was amazing experience again because most of people think that scientists, it's so complicated. And if you're not from scientist background, like you're going to feel dumb in this community and you're going to feel stupid. You're not going to be visible. And it is absolutely not true because if scientists want to explain you uh, his research, he's going to find a way to explain it. So yeah, yeah they, they explain me in a really basic way what Discover was about. And, and this is something about scientific research. Any research at that level is not going to be fully understood for other people, even if they're researchers in another field. So mm -hmm. at, at that high level of research, like if you're PhD and after it, that's pretty complicated stuff. So I I remember uh in 2015, I think, I was in Stanford and uh, there was a chance to hear a public PhD defense. And I remember I was there and I was like, I must be stupid. 
I understand nothing with what she said. And I'm like, oh, this is tempered. It's crazy, you know. And I remember just going after the defense, going out, feeling a little bit down. And then luckily I hear these, you know, her, like the, the, the person that was defending friends were talking and they were like, Jesus Christ, I understood nothing. And they're also PhD students in Stanford. And that made me feel at least a little bit better about myself because, you know, you would understand some generalities. But once it reaches that level, it's pretty difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we have scientists in our studio who is like, yeah. can understand science, can read science. And after that, they can explain it to artist team in a really basic way. So we yeah. are blessed with amazing scientists in our studio now. Perfect. So, yeah, about your studio, like um, how many people work in your studio and how many are scientists and how many are, you know, or do scientists mm-hmm. also do art or like only scientists for science no. artists for art? <laughs> no, uh, we have a team of scientists and team of artists. So uh, I'm in charge of all artists. Uh, I'm like controlled that everything look good. And altogether, it's eight people, uh, three scientists, and it's going to be five, <laughs> five artists. Uh, so scientists, uh, amazing. We have biologists, uh, Alex is a chemist, and uh, they explain to artists what is research about. Uh, biologist stuff like our Katie, she's like absolutely the best. We are lucky to have her. Uh, she's explaining everything in basic way, and she's really friendly as well. And she talks to scientists if someone needs, you know, to adjust the image. And I'm just in charge of artists. Uh, I just uh, make sure that everything is like, um, like I wish. It's supposed to look like because like it's gonna be our name studio on the image, so I just control that. But our artist is amazing. I don't really make adjustments really often. So, mm-hmm. so you explained to me that uh, you know your I think your partner in the studio who's convinced you to work with you know in scientific illustration. But were you always interested in science before or like it it kind of never crossed your mind? No, no, I was actually uh, suffering (laughs) during (laughs) school and school just in general because I was uh, convinced by my teachers that I'm absolutely dumb, that I cannot do any like math or physics or chemistry. And my family is artist, my grandma art and my mom was artist and I was like all the time talking to my parents and I was like no no everything is fine it's just like it's not your field so I never even considering going in scientific field I still have nightmare about math exams and stuff so Mm. (laughs) I was never even thinking about that and then I met artist or a scientist and you know in artist community we can talk about art like just about art for nights and days and everything and you just get used to you like people so passionate about art and then you just you know like meet people with job they don't like and they don't want to talk about their jobs like they kind of like it's nothing to say and then I met scientists who was like and ah, it was like so amazing to hear people passionate about something and it's not art. And I was really surprised. And I was like, I actually want to share this experience. Like when people are so passionate about something which I don't know nothing about. 
So this was actually the main reason why I decided to do a second cover and second image after that, because it was so nice to be around people who's like passionate about something. So now I don't have like any scientific background and uh, going to a scientific field was like more like jumping from the roof. I was like, okay, let's try it. What I have to lose? Like I'm searching for a job all the time. Like scientists are nice people. Like it was, and it was like best decision I ever made. When you started you doing scientific illustrations, how long have you been drawing or like, you know, just illustrating? How all my life. All your life. All my life, I was I started drawing since I was three, and actually it was my grandma who was no she that and she because she has artistic background and she told my mom I was going to be artist. I can see that, and all I remember that I was sitting in the class and I was drawing my uh, uh, schoolmates and first image I made for my grandma it was a woman uh, green with a green skin and a square shaped hat. Somehow my, my grandma found it really fascinating. And so oh, like during all my life when she was alive, uh, she all the time was talking to me about art, like explaining what I'm doing wrong when I paid. And so like never, I never considering doing anything except art in my life because I'm pretty bad in everything else. <laughs> so it was more like, I'm going to do art and even in school when I was suffering and when teachers was like, um, I, I, I'm not sure, like right now in the school teacher cannot say something like that to a child. But when I was studied, it was like they constantly, constantly was calling my mom and telling her, uh, oh, it's, it's a really bad situation. She don't want to study. And my mom was all the time, you know, like say, saying to them, she's going to be artist one day. She's going to be artist and all of it just. It just doesn't matter. So did the motivation you got from your grandma and from your mother really helped you, you know, keep yeah. on going in this, you know, path that you were in? Yeah. And I think like uh, it's really important when your family is like supporting you because like without my parents, my grandparents, my father and my twin sister and my older sister, because I don't know if you can share this. Yeah, <laughs> you have a crime. twin. Yeah, I have a twin sister. Yeah, oh. uh, not identical, but is it with, yeah. she's a twin. Uh, I think it's a crime uh, considering now, but she passed all tests uh, in the school for me. She was doing all math tests, <laughs> physics tests. So basically my twin sister has to study for two because that was too massive, too complicated for me. So I have all support I can ever, like uh, people cannot even wish for such support. This, this this sounds like a movie, really. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. not real. And it, I, I actually start to appreciate how much she did just now because I was so obsessed when she was not uh, kind of doing all this math, math <laughs> test for me. She was like, I can't, I'm so tired. And I was like, who's going to help me? Yeah, if yeah. you're not going to help me, how am I going to graduate? <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to. Yes, you are my twin sister. Like, you have to graduate. Yeah. So, yeah. And my oldest sister all the time was fighting to teach me math. And I, yeah, and she all, all the time was like there for me, but she couldn't pass the test for me because she's older, like six years older. <laughs> so Do like, does your at least twin sister, is she also interested in art or like she was? Oh, no, 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 she, she not, not no, she, she, she was never. I think my example of me failing down <laughs> constantly in everything was a great, uh, like, I don't know, 
great example for her to not go in this direction. So she just, she's like really smart in math, like like all my family except me. So she just follow another path. She's working in Ireland right now. But this is like, you know, this is great. Like you, the story that you just told me right now, so many people suffer in one field and they really try to force themselves to be good at it. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying people to quit, but you might be, you know, destined to do something else. Like if you oh, like yeah. on some point, do it. On right? some point, just give up. You know, like if you were, <laughs> I don't know, 15, I was 15 and you still, uh, you know, like this math and then it's like letters. And if it's confusing you and you don't know what to do, do with that, just give up on math. Like don't Let go, go. school with math. Yeah, it's just like, you're just going to waste your time. And then a lot of people actually, when I post something about school, a lot of people reach to me and telling me, I'm so glad that you posted because uh, my child is suffering in school right now and I kind of don't know what to do. And I was like, try to, you know, just find what your child good at. Like just, my parents never even tried to push me to go to any like law school or medicine school just to fulfill their dream about something. They was like, she's going to be artist. It's going to be your choice. It's probably going to be rough. It's going to be not really simple, but at least she know what she's doing and she's really good on that. So that's why like, yeah, yeah, that's why I all the time telling people like, you know, school is just like a couple of years <laughs> and then you have to live with your decision. And if you want to go to school and you hate every single day there and you know, like some people go to uh, med school just because you're going to make a lot of money. And then you're going to just every day you're going to convince yourself that you have to save this life just because they're paying for you. Just don't do that. Just maybe I, I'm, I can never imagine myself working uh, without drawing. Like even when I was like a waitress or I was working on gas station, I was always drawing on the side. Like never can like imagine myself doing something else and be happy with that. So obviously like your mom and your grandma are like, like they inspired you to continue to do art, right? But what, from where do you also draw inspiration? And let me just say something like very simple, like, I think one of your recent posts, uh, you drew you drew a tooth, right? You're like a quick sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That made me feel so frustrated because the quick sketch when you started is the best that I can do. I'm probably not going to be able to draw anything. Like that. And then that was your basic thing to just start from. And then I was like, how, how much more can she make it better? And everything you drew just, you know, made it come to life. So okay. how do you draw this inspiration? Like, where? Do, how do you see oh, it? Two's inspiration was from my dentist appointment, I think, because <laughs> I was having the dentist appointment next week, and it was yeah. amazing inspiration. I think it was like, should be two's and money on top of it, because then you see a bill. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I don't think, like, something, like, really... I know that some artists can walk in the street and see some flowers and they're gonna be, wow, it's really inspiring. And I'm gonna draw something in this color, but it's not working for me. I think I'm just inspiring by like, by everything is going around. Like it can be dirty streets, it can be even trash. Like I love place in Asheville and all the time eat near the bakery, near the trash bands. 
where people and just like you feel me like I'm in a big city and you know like artist inspirations come from the time I think it's just like during COVID it was dark time and it was like we were drawing a lot of COVID and I actually went to some gallery and it was artists who was not from scientific background and I was like I kind of feel this I don't know why but I kind of feel this uh painting is about pandemic she's like yeah because i tried to draw this covid virus on top of that and i was like okay now i get it and it was like really dark so i think like everything can be inspir inspiration everything inspiring see like mm, some tools can be inspiring by the dentist bill and stuff like that <laughs> i mean it's yeah dentistry is not is not really cheap especially in the states you're now in the states right yeah yeah, that's not cheap. That's not cheap over there. Okay, so artists-wise, do you? I think you always attend galleries. I I see you. You try to attend galleries, like you mentioned a little bit earlier. I love to walk. Yeah, I love to walk uh, around galleries. I love to see what's new, and it actually can. In small galleries, like in America, you can see how art is growing, what is popular right now, what the style is about, and it's kind of, you know, like, and if you travel between the states, you're going to see difference between galleries here in South Carolina, between North Carolina, and obviously it's going to be giant different between Chicago, so I just love to see what art is doing, because uh, right now I'm more talking with a scientist and I get this, uh, I can explain my friend about, I was actually really good explaining about COVID viruses during a pandemic and how vaccination is working, <laughs> but I actually missed this part when it was like all artist community was talking about some new art, new art and new like stuff like that. So right now I'm kind of more enjoying walking uh, and I maybe in the future I want to put my paintings over there I have like a lot of paintings in my home I don't have a time to even put them in the galleries and sell it and I kind of try to decide if I want to do um scientific uh paintings or just I, I have I was about to ask you sorry, sorry to disturb yeah. you there but yeah. if you're gonna do a gallery are you gonna do it gallery. like like Small uh, <laughs> how can I say like would you prefer to do it or like the first idea in your head is whether to do it like for your regular drawings like something that you know just draw or for your scientific illustrations which one i want to you? do it all <laughs> i want to put everything <laughs> i want to uh no it's a uh i think i'm gonna start with scientific like some scientific covers and images because you're going to be surprised how many people are actually interested in science and they uh, not from scientific community they really interesting and when you show them dna structure or like coronavirus structure or even a chromosome they're going to be like wow i want to do i want to have it in my apartment i want to put it in my wall it's actually look really cool and i don't think we have it enough it's never enough art for me like but you know like scientific illustration it's it's also a little bit of education. And yeah, I want to people know that science is not boring. Scientists are not these nerdy people who is walking and, you know, like uh, this being big, 
uh, theory, what was like this sitcom, Sheldon uh, Cooper. Big someone. Bang Theory. Like, yeah, amazing sitcom, but that. like never yeah. met anyone of art of scientist community looking like that, or acting like that. Never. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's just it's, like it's, uh, yeah. all, all like you know, like artists have to wear a hat and look crazy, and if you do something wrong, people, oh, you're just artist, and the same with scientists. It's, People believe that scientists are nerdy people who hide somewhere, which is not true. <laughs> and I want to people know that science is amazing because we're surrounded by scientists and science is beautiful. Images like these ACM images, people took in, they're really, it's just like you look at them and like, wow, it's going inside my body. It's like, I cannot believe it's like some, something from another world and people don't appreciate it enough. Some, some images especially are just you know and and especially because they're you know monochromatic these mm -hmm. you know, the non-colorized ones are like how can i say they they look three-dimensional at, mm -hmm. at at many at many instances and during my research i took one picture of stem cells on a rough surface that we created in, in the lab and it looked like some a picture of the moon it was it was how can i say even for me i took the picture and my mind was blown like, like this mm -hmm. looks so cool so i do yeah. relate yeah and go ahead. like just people don't know about that people i don't know for people scientists it's only about i don't know some chemistry they do in school and stuff like that which is complicated or simple and boring and they never understand how amazing like if you look deep in our muscle or like about it, liver is amazing actually to paint like with all these bumps uh so how cool yeah. is that uh, i'm gonna ask you like for another question like for, about inspiration but uh do you look for artists special certain artists to draw inspiration from or at least you like their art or 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 does it apply to your work when you see this artist's, you know, kind of pictures? Yeah, I. You mean you mean like from scientific illustrator or just no, just, just general generally speaking, not maybe yeah, generally or not speaking, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can like I have my fame like old fashioned artists, Rubel, Russian artists, Manet and stuff. Yeah, I love I love to watch. I love to walk through galleries. But and yeah, it's, I love to. Sometimes I can see that uh, when I was like, I love podcast about artists as well. Uh, I love to listen it, <laughs> so I kind of can see. Um, on some point, I was drawing only like kind of dark images, like uh, just, and I love to actually play. I love uh, background be super dark, and then it's some something really light and living on top of it, and it's just nothing else. And I was like, okay, I know what I'm getting because I was like, watched too much uh, paintings of Rubel artists. <laughs> so I was like, okay, stop with that. Like, let's <laughs> let's watch something more brighter. It's getting too dark. But I don't. I know a lot of, um, and I follow them, um, scientific illustrators. But I don't like to be stuck in the images because, like, no matter how hard you try, even if it's a good background. If you're gonna follow certain artists for a long time and you're gonna like one image, 
you definitely gonna try to do something based on it and i don't like it and uh and it's it's amazing for new artists who is beginning even in school they teach you to do replica open like a big painting on the famous art and you start to before you develop your style you look on another uh like master art uh, but i like when you're just searching through internet and you see this i don't know like bacteria fudge uh, or like some stem cell and if it's like amazing you're gonna try to do something similar it, and it, you're gonna, gonna end it head. yeah it's gonna stuck in your mind and on the end of the day you're gonna just redraw it and it's not going to be image of obviously it's going to be inspired by someone else and it's not always good because like I, even i can like during like searching websites and internet i can see oh you stole it from this artist and <laughs> it, it was inspired by this artist and that's why it's not really you don't mm -hmm. okay so do you get do you still get like i think artists get this you know creative block sometimes all, all the time how do you yeah. deal with it how, how what do you do when you have this creative block just let it go honestly don't try to fight fight it i know like and when i post something people with a good feeling all the time try to tell me do meditation try to not work for a while yeah because like not working for a while obviously going to be appreciated by clients i'm just going to write them like sorry guys i have a artist i have a creative I'm blog yeah. do image. <laughs> let wait when it's going to pass <laughs> so yeah. i honestly just let myself feel sad let myself feel down now just you know like i let myself keep I don't know. I have family to talk to all the time. They hear only from me, like I'm horrible in art. I'm just not growing enough. I have to, and I just let my feel, I let myself feel it, and it's just gonna pass eventually. It's gonna took a month, but I still gonna draw. I still gonna push myself to draw because one time I, before states, I let it took me, and I was not drawing for five years. I was like five years. I, I just yeah five years i was not able to draw anything i was like i was trying and if you're not drawing every day or like at least i don't know do some small sketches uh you want to feel later than kind of like you're losing this skill you're gonna like you're gonna feel that your arms are like kind of numb and you will start to doing this like a child images and you just have to because it's like it's like a muscle it's like you're going to a gym and on some you you cannot just like okay i'm good enough i'm gonna give it up and then you boof and like i don't know 10 kilos after you're like oh i was actually but i was exercising before everything was fine yeah. so it's the same it's like it's the same as art so just let yourself feel it uh eat nice food i don't know or meet only people who bring you joy it's definitely helping don't bring people in your life who is like a dementor suck everything good from your life and it's gonna pass um is there like a certain question that you get asked a lot as a scientific illustrator or like uh... my favorite part it's my top <laughs> questions um of yeah. obviously it's going to be where you're from uh but uh, <laughs> you just you just get used to that uh and second what kind of software do you use and i love it i just because people believe that i created some kind of software 
I just put some idea there and it's like just creating images from that. Oof, and you yeah. have to explain that uh, maybe 15 years ago, softwares was different. When I was started, like it was giant different between 3D Max. It was not even Blender there. Uh, right now, they actually all the same. It just depends on your skill and you just can find any tool available for you or if you have any tool, just start start doing business, like start working. So like software, my magical software is a top question. How? Uh, I don't know if I should ask this, like, but is there like a software you prefer or no? Uh, I love, uh, like, it depends on the image I do. I love uh, 3D Max. I'm old fashioned, and I love After Effects. Uh, this program, but I can I can work in every tool. Sometimes I don't. ZBrush is amazing. Like to build some cells and like some bumps on top, and it is like amazing kind of like sculpting something um, but i know i know this program and i know that a lot of people start working in it's called blender and yeah. it's really people say again again never tried it but people say it's really easy for beginners to understand so uh, would you say that <clears throat> sorry would you say that there are uses for every program or like they all can do the same um, I'm pretty sure on some kind of level, people who is doing Marvel's Marvel movies, they <laughs> definitely have their own tool and stuff. But for beginners or yeah, pretty much everything gonna be the same. I'm just like, I have all my rooms, like, you know, like when you're doing 3D images, you build a room, you build specific lights, and then you kind of working with that. So I build my rooms, which I feel, which, in, in which I feel really comfortable drawing and where I love lights and I have this material stuff, texturing stuff. So, but I'm pretty sure like some uh, software have less, uh, I guess, options and stuff. But for people who just want to start doing that, it's going to be all the same. For people who's already doing scientific illustration or any kind of digital art, they know what they're doing. So they kind of like can jump from one software and if they don't like it, they can just switch to another software. But like in this century, like pretty much every program, like some people can create something amazing on the phone. So pretty yeah. every program like is a good now. How do you see, you know, AI models, you know, recently, I think, especially during this year, many AI softwares came out and they're just creating art by themselves. Do you think models, that it, it's like be, a yeah, net, network, I'm translating in my, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I saw good images, uh, let's say when it's, one photo combined with another photo, and it's became become something different. Like I was, I guess I was searching and I found this like flowers and woman face, and it becomes something amazing. But for researchers, I definitely not advise to use it because <laughs> you cannot put your research without explaining it's not good enough because it's going to be probably some machine on the background, some shiny lights and everything. And it's going to say nothing about your research. Right. So I know that for some kind of covers, 
for maybe I don't know book cover or kind of like if you postcard as well, it's going to be good. But you cannot explain yet. Machine your research, and you cannot try to show it like the way people gonna understand. It's still gonna be like I saw recently. Uh, and I posted in my Instagram that someone sent me uh, these images was made by this network, and then they asked us to create something much more uh, different, uh, and it was accepted like a science medical cover. And you can see different. It's it's not a bad image. Let's let's be honest. I'm not going to be oh no, machine is not going doing a good job. Machine is always doing good job. Use machine for everything. But it was kind of like you get this feeling that you don't know what is going on in this image. You get this feeling I kind of I feel like I have to like it, but at the same time I just like everything is everything is glowing. It's too many stuff and the light on top of light and I in just it you don't want to look deeper into the image and you don't want to understand what's going on you're like mm, not bad and you're just like let's go to <laughs> you move on into it yeah yeah this why like uh when people ask me what what i want to show on my image i all the time say that i want people to look at the image and i want to people look at least for sometimes i don't want people you know just you know scrolling instagram and stuff and just like not interesting oh cat also oh <laughs> It's much more bad as this one because the cats always have like more followers than people. Doesn't matter how hard you try. Yeah. So I want people at least stop for a second and like, oh, it's look cool, it's look interesting, and maybe go and find what cover is about or image is about. See, so <clears throat> I think there's an artistic look to it that maybe artists can recognize, but maybe regular people do not. So maybe somebody who is you know, not an artist would be fascinated, but an artist would, you know, find the problem. Find oh, what's artists, wrong with well, artists gonna always find the problem. <laughs> yeah. Even if you create an image and you was yeah. like satisfied it with this image a week ago, next week you're gonna open it like, oh no, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> so artists yeah. always gonna find it. I just maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's for me, maybe because I'm looking from my my background and i'm like it's too shiny background is too blurry nothing is like <laughs> paying attention there is no center composition is wrong maybe it just like with my experience it just doesn't look like good yeah. enough i mean like what they said like to everyone their own like mm -hmm. somebody likes it like if they don't they don't yeah so uh, this is the question that i usually ask everyone at the end of the episode uh, what would you give? Uh, what what advice would you give somebody who is interested in pursuing a similar, you know, career as you? What are the steps that they should, you know, take in order to end up to be like you? To be end up like me, like do an artist. No, do horrible at school, then try to find every job possible, <laughs> moving from country to country. <laughs> no, I, mean, I know somebody interested in scientific illustration, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, I think like uh, for artists, just don't be afraid. Like 
some uh, i'm not going to say stupid stuff like you just draw and then one day you're going to sell your image maybe one day maybe never let's be honest artist community is horrible we mean people and art selling really bad so but are for people mostly scientists interesting how to be a scientific illustrator so my basic is going to be even if you think you know you can draw, I definitely recommend everyone who is going to school or university attend uh, artist classes, at least how colors is working, because you can see sometimes on the people, people using it colors like complementary colors wrong way and images falling apart. So definitely try to go to some art classes, to some art classes. Maybe on this point you realize it's not past for you. Uh, try to draw in your free time, try to draw for your research, because most people are scientists and they try to create images for yourself, try to create images for your friends, for your professor. Don't try to jump on this field, like, because I, I think one person asked me how to break up, break into scientific illustration, and I was like, I have no idea, I still don't know, because there's no way you can just like, here I am, my images, and my image is amazing. Love yeah. it. Uh, it's not working like that. You just start to drawing for your research, your friend research, and you want to see if you like it or you don't like it. And we learn from mistakes. Even like people see what I'm posting and people never saw how many failures I have, like how many covers was not accepted, how many... Uh, how many times I was disappointing in my images, how many times I give up. Just don't give up. Try to do attend art classes, draw for yourself, draw for your friends, and don't be afraid to send it to uh, our, like a journal, like a front cover. Like you'll be surprised, like, even I surprised when I see some front covers. So just a question that just jumped into my head right now when you were talking. I know I said it's the last question, but <laughs> one more. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how how is the jump from, you know, drawing on your, you know, on paper to actually doing it in, in 3D models on a software, on a computer? Oh, it, it was horrible. It was not, not the yeah. jump. But yeah. for me, like, uh, uh, I was a classic artist before, and for me, it was such a, um, uh, maybe when I was studying, like, all my art teachers, the classic art teachers, it was kind of really hard to them to accept that I'm doing digital art, because in artist community, digital art, like, there's a rumor that in digital art, only people who don't know how to draw. <laughs> so it was more like a mentally hard, but... Uh, like um, technically I don't think I it was hard like that way because I was studying in university all these programs we have like a graphic design my, all my friends was actually doing cartoon stuff and I was helping them time to time so it was more like a mentally accepting that I'm gonna do digital art as that's why I'm doing art on the site as well uh, this was hard but like when you draw and Art and software, it's just a tool. People don't understand that it's up to you how well and how good are you gonna use it. People think that um, they're gonna open some software, they're gonna open program, and then suddenly amazing images gonna come out. It's not working like that. Yeah, I heard a lot of people telling me, oh, in my mind, in my head, 
I had amazing vision how I'm going to show it, but in the end, like that. And I'm like, you know, it's happening. It just doesn't come out. It just doesn't yeah. come out. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. So, yeah, but I like it now. I kind of, the problem is I work so hard that sometimes I see everything like a 3D. I'm like, oh, water and nice rendering. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, it's real water. It's real nature. <laughs> but I love it now. Like I cannot myself, imagine myself doing something not, not uh, with scientists. I love scientists. I love talk to scientists. And it's just, and in my mind, I kind of all the time have feeling that in this giant research and in small research, when people publishing it, I have this uh, feeling, which is probably really selfish, that I'm kind of part of it. You know, I, you did image and you feel like, and I, I was part of this amazing research as well. And it's really helpful for myself, for my ego. And it's all the time you have this feeling that you are, if this research with a T cell, I draw these many T cells, and you kind of feel that what it's helping people, it's curing people, and you part of it. You can draw that, and you putting your images and your heart into that, and it's just it's so good because all the time when you artist, you have this feeling that um, you want to change the world, you want to you know bring your art gonna bring something to people joy or people going to see it and going to think about something uh and being scientific illustration illustrator and really doing that it's just amazing i i see scientific illustration as you know a science communication right it's mm -hmm. and as in my opinion science illustration is one form of science communication and that's definitely you being able to you know I think without your images, many concepts is going to be pretty difficult to understand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm, <laughs> so. I'm really, I'm really, like, really grateful that I have this job. And even, like, in galleries, uh, I think a year ago, it was giant exhibition about um, scientific illustration, but it was, like, a um, plant you know, like uh, like book illustration created by watercolors and stuff, explain, and a lot of people don't know that it was created by people who is doing scientific illustration, not just artists, but people who study plants was creating that. So uh, scientific illustration was always around. I just, it's now more visible with social media and internet. We just always took it for granted. Like, you know, you're opening school books and there's um, something explaining you how our bodies work and you like, I don't know who drew that. And it's, it's it, it was, was just there. there. It, it was, was there, there right? Yeah. It was just it was there. there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Ella, thank you very much for today. Like, uh, I've definitely learned a lot more about <laughs> illustration than I, I thought I could. Uh, thank you for making the time and uh, hope I will be able to, you know, have you in another podcast episode if your time allows it. Yeah, I actually love yeah. it. So thank you for having me. I, I I hope this was not a bad experience because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed a lot uh, from the stories that you told us today. Uh, so anyways, thank you very much for your time and uh, hope everyone who listened to the episode.